had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. And every Friday, post your gambling items here on Twitter. I'll pass them along. Brad, Rod, a Buckeye in Texas. Ask him if Vegas has put any thought into changing when the odds come out for bowl games due to the increasing players sitting out. Uh, no, I mean, there's always going to be a race uh, to be first. And, uh, you know, so I it, it wasn't uh, – I, I certainly didn't uh, this year see anybody delay that process as far as re- releasing lines. So, uh, I mean, they're up there. You can bet them now, and they were up there. I mean, relatively. I mean, you could you could have bet them starting on that Sunday when they were starting to get announced, and pretty much uh, a lot of books had them uh, by Monday within 24 hours. It didn't matter if it was the you know playoff semifinal, if it was uh, you know the the Cure Bowl between Miami Ohio and App State. Excluding the playoffs, is it best to wait, though, based on potential news of opt-outs? Uh, loaded question. I, I mean, I would say the average person should probably wait. Uh, I, I'm, I tend to be opposite of that. I, I tend to try to be aggressive, and, uh, you know, I'm not tied to any singular position. So, uh, I, you know, if new information comes and I don't like my bet that I made a week before, I, I'm going to go ahead and, take a different position on that particular game and try to get off of my original position. So a lot of people don't understand that uh, and grasp that, that you could, you know, <laughs> you know, as new information comes along, you can entirely change your position. But uh, as long as you have that thought process, I would say bet when, whenever you feel like it. So uh, they, what you don't want to do, and a lot of people that, you know, Joe, Joe Sixpack, uh, is gonna you know not want to tie up a bunch of money, so I mean he's still worried about the the, the Wednesday night college basketball game. So it's just not ever gonna be preferred for them. They'll probably want to wait. But if you do wait, I'll give you an example. I mean, you're you're leaving a lot to, uh, on the table as far as line value. Like I mean, the Missouri Ohio State game, Ohio State was six and a half when it opened up as a favorite. Now they're a two and a half point underdogs. So. Keep that in mind. Uh, as you continue to wait, you're missing out on stuff like that. That has moved, what, eight points you just said? Yeah, nine points. <laughs> nine points already. 
just looking at those two teams, and Missouri had a wonderful year. I, I have to acknowledge that, but I don't I didn't I don't I'm speaking for Joe Sixpack here maybe. I don't see a planet where Missouri is favored of Ohio State, do you? Well, I mean half the Ohio State team's out, I do. Uh, I mean, starting with <laughs> yeah. Kyle McCord, not that I like Kyle McCord, Devin Brown will be fine, but I mean, right. Marvin Harrison Jr. and uh, the running backs and uh, let's say the two defensive ends are out and you got 10, 12 guys out, then then yeah, I, I, I could see. Uh, and the, the thought process is Missouri's not going to be missing anybody. They're at 100% strength, Ohio State's at 50. Yeah, then, then, then I can understand why Missouri's favorite. And Missouri's, you know, is going to be super hungry, and I don't know what the motivation for the Buckeyes would be. Agree. So, yeah, I That's that one plan. I don't disagree. <laughs> now, I mean, if it continues to climb, then, you know, I am a guy that bets numbers, not teams. Then, I mean, if it crosses through three, then I'll start getting interested in Ohio State. Question here, what are you – hearing about Riley Leonard's visit to Notre Dame? I think we'll probably get more clarity today. I think his visit wraps up. We'll see if he ends up committing or not. If he, if you don't have a commitment by the weekend, then I don't, I don't think he's going to end up at Notre Dame, to be honest with you, if he starts taking other visits. So uh, ask me in 24 hours. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, that, I mean if you just follow the social media activity, uh, it would say that he's, you know, going to go to Notre Dame. Two other teams have been mentioned, just in case, Auburn and also Ohio State. Ohio State does seem to be focusing, at least what I can glean, on Cam Ward, though. Yeah, I I mean, Cam Ward, to me, would be a, a little bit better prospect. Uh, so, uh yeah, I, I, I'd be surprised. I mean, uh, it'd be another situation where the NDB uh, lets me down. But uh, I, I would, I would think Riley Leonard goes to Notre Dame. Then uh, you know, Cam Ward would still be, you know, be among those top five prospects available. I mean, Buckeyes make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, you got to find somebody since you moved on from Kyle McCord. So uh, yeah, that, that that would be a good move for the Buckeyes. David Walker. Over in Texas, former Aggie quarterback says, what are the odds, guys, that Vegas power rankings are utilized in some capacity in determining the college football playoffs? Well, they used to, I mean, basically BCS with the computers was, uh, yep. I mean, that wasn't totally Vegas, but that was as close as what we had. So, I mean, the, the, it's, it's already been, we've already done it in the past, but, uh, I I don't know. I mean, there's too much money to be on that committee, uh, too many backdoor channels uh, to get paid. So I, I don't know. Is that what they're doing? They're still doing a committee when the 12 team, I haven't even dived into it. Yes, which is I did like I did like it. Then I don't get my wish as far as – I mean, obviously, you know, controversial decision. Uh, I – if their job was because they mentioned it, if their job was to get the four best teams. They didn't do their job. Uh, I, I, let's set Florida State aside, even though I think Florida State deserved to be in. If you wanted to get the four best teams, in, Georgia would be in. Because uh, I'm here to tell you, Georgia would still be favored over every other team in the country. If we lined it up and they, they said, "Hey, 
We're going to play next Saturday in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and it's Georgia versus anybody. Georgia's going to be listed as the favorite. Noah Core down on the Emerald Coast wants to know about U-Dub, his team, in Vegas. He said, are they going to be underdogs for the third time in four games? I think the team actually enjoys it, and right now they are an underdog to Texas. Yeah, and then they'll close, I mean, unless Quinn Ewers gets hurt, I mean, they're going to close an underdog because this line's four, so yeah. uh, I think it's deserved. I know they had a really good performance against Oregon. I would say that was their best performance this season, but we're still talking about a team that's won nine consecutive games by ten points or less, changed one or two plays, and I mean, Vegas – Treats them like a you know a couple lost team, uh, so I know it surprises some, but uh, I, I like Texas in the game. I just think Texas has more upside. I like Texas' defensive personnel up front. I obviously like Sark as a play caller. Not, not Kalen DeBoer is uh, excellent as well, but uh, I like the Longhorns there. Just business in Hoover, Alabama says I'm, I think he's out of the country, but he wants to know about Michigan, Alabama. Brad, that started around two, two and a half, and last time I looked, it was Michigan minus one. You can you can clean that up for me. Yeah, one and one and a half is what it's trading at all the books I'm looking at right now. Up, I'm part of the Alabama money I, again. I think Alabama again has that extra gear that Michigan might not. Jalen Milrose, the X factor, if he plays a clean game, I expect Alabama to win. I don't think Michigan's wide receivers would scare me if I'm Alabama. Uh, that means they can put another guy in the box or so to, to stop that Michigan run game. Uh, I just, I look, Alabama hasn't been overly dominant, and obviously you change one play in the Auburn game, and that's a loss for them, and we're not even talking about this matchup. But, man, you give Saban and all his army of analysts a month of prep versus you know, Harbaugh hasn't won a bowl game here since his first season uh, in Michigan. So I, I like Crimson Tide outright. Allen in Tampa has a two-parter for you, Brad. Ask him the odds of Kurt Herbstreet having a peaceful dinner in Tallahassee and also about Vegas changing the odds on Florida State getting in before the announcement. Yeah, uh, I'll handle the latter first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that was a, a market where, you know, the, there's the, the the ability to have inside information, and the odds dramatically changed as we got closer to selection show. So if you're reading the odds screen, there there was an opportunity to be had to, to bet Alabama to make the playoff because uh, there, there was significant movement where I think the night before, right before I went to bed Vegas time, uh, right around, what the heck was it, about 9, 10 o'clock at night. It was about 10 o'clock at night Vegas time. You could have bet Alabama to make the playoff at four to one, four to one underdogs to make the playoff, and then they it closed about pick them fifty uh, fifty. So if you read into that line move, uh, they, they were kind of tipping you off that Alabama was going to get selected. Yeah, Herbie is probably never going to be uh, welcome in Tallahassee, and, and deservedly so. I, I I didn't like how that was all handled by by him, ESPN, all of it. It it really bothered me. Jeff, two in the 6-1-5. Ask Brad if he can go back to the preseason and just give us a few of what would have been good odds to bet on the Heisman finalists, the finalists. Uh, yeah, I, I have a few. I'll, I'll look it up. You know, like Marvin Harrison's the one I don't have. But uh, 
I have the other three finalists. Uh, I have uh, uh, Penix at twenty to one. I have Bo Nix at twenty to one, and I have Jane Daniels at twenty to one. And that's the best prices I could find. And I was betting these in April, so I have all three of those guys at twenty to one. And Marvin Harrison Jr. was trading. I mean, close to a hundred to one at least early on in the process. Do you anticipate Daniels winning? <laughs> I would. Yeah, I mean, he's like minus 1300 Uh so he's yeah. got that 13 bucks to win a dollar. Yeah, I mean, it would be <laughs> a significant upset if he didn't. But, yeah, I, I, I do expect him to, to win it, and uh, it'll be a you know profitable Saturday night for me. Royal Payne wants to know, Brad, are Michigan fan bets propping up that Michigan number? No, I, I mean, I – no. Uh, no, Michigan deserves to be favored. I mean, my power rank doesn't have to uh, fans aren't betting that stuff yet. I mean, again, they're worried about tonight's basketball game or the play-in tournament in the NBA. That they're not focused on the Rose Bowl on January 1st. More Brad as we continue Friday edition. Omni Nashville Hotel. morning in Wilson County. They're still on the scene of an accident out there in Lebanon at Hartsville Pike, right near Rogers Avenue. It is in its cleanup stages. There's still some volume out here on I-40 coming past the airport coming in from Hermitage, Donaldson. It's feeling pretty good right now, 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area in from Rutherford County. Don't miss it this year. Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. It's worth that short drive. Check it out at SeaRockCity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown 
This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. (laughs) The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Bill King is the king of college football and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Wrigley Field Bowl. Bill asked Brad, excluding the playoffs, which school is the most and least motivated to play in their respective bowl game? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> loaded question. Uh, I, I'll give you maybe one of the bigger disparities. I think Rutgers is pretty fired up to be playing in a bowl game. It's only their second bowl game in the last 10 years. They're playing close to home at Yankee Stadium, Miami, outside, cold. Um, a lot of guys in the portal, they're down to a third-string quarterback. That would probably be one of the bigger disparities. Uh, pinstripe Bowl, Rutgers, and Miami. Who's least motivated in the Orange Bowl, Florida State or Georgia? I think they're both not motivated <laughs> at all. So, right. I mean, you're you're hearing whispers that <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. But I mean, uh, there's more than a few whispers out there that they don't want to play the game. Period. Either one. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it probably half-heartedly I'll have it on it's not like Brad I'll take that game and apply it to the next season excellent point and I I would say anybody that's doing their own power ratings I mean you got to treat these games for the most part exhibition so I mean you're making wild swings of adjustments on your power ratings due to a bowl game result you're you're not doing you're doing yourself a disservice I'll put it that way Brad Army Navy Saturday you're heading their way is the under still the play? No. Uh, I, 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 In fact, I like the over. Uh, I've come around to the over. Let's talk about it. 17 straight years, uh, you know, in regulation. You know, last year's game went over because of overtime, but we'll count, you know, in regulation and what it went under. So 17 straight years to the under. So why are you betting the over? Well, for starters, line's 27, 27 and a half. That would be by far the lowest. And that stretch, 11 of the previous 17 would have went over this total. So, I mean, hey, I mean, you give me a 11 out of 17, I mean, I'd I, I die a very happy and rich man uh, if you're going to give me that type of winning percentage. 
average total in that 17-year stretch, average score between the two teams combined 34 total points, so about a touchdown ahead of where this line is right now. And specific to this matchup, both Army and Navy are throwing more than at any point in the previous decade for both teams, if you're looking at number of pass attempts on the season. So they're both throwing more. And then the weather's supposed to be probably one of the best weather games we've seen for Army-Navy. 53 degrees, sunny, no wind in Boston. Uh, give me the over. You can find as low as 27 right now. And that's appealing because 28 would be a key number, right? Yeah, 27, uh, I mean, it's tough saying, yeah, 28 is a key number. General football score, 27 can be, you know, 14, 13 type of thing. Right. Uh, tough saying we don't have a lot of data points with totals this low. So yeah. uh, that would be the only hang up there, Bill. It's just the most common total in college football is 55, 51, 41, 59, 58, or a few 45. Uh, we don't see, I mean, we do not see totals this low. This is the second lowest total in the history of college football. Not saying this to be demeaning to Tennessee, but they're what? A seven, seven and a half point favorite. I want you to deal with that, Brad, and let me attach a B part to this. Speculation that Joe Milton might not play. I have no clue whether that's true or not but it's legit speculation. Would that even change more with a better quarterback quarterbacking Tennessee and Nico? That's an interesting thought. I bet, yeah, I mean, I I would not blink if Milton was out. I'll put it that way. I I would sometimes you'd almost want to get a look at your young quarterback. That's I mean, I honestly moving forward, what well, what's going to be the intrigue of bowl games? Well, for the diehards, I mean, it's going to be a early preview to next season. Uh and for Tennessee, let's let's get Nico a start here. If Milton's, you know, try dip his toe out of the water and then, you know, is not all in. I like Tennessee. I bet Tennessee in the game. Even with those points, would you get? Did you get seven? Yeah, I laid seven. I just worry about tough. them. I mean, you know, Iowa's defense is tough. I mean, after right. Michigan. I mean, young quarterback against that defense would scare me with turnovers and whatnot. But I mean, Milton would scare me. I just. What is Iowa's pathway to success offensively? I mean, can you count on them to get the 14 points here? I don't think so. That one will be interesting. I, I When I saw that line, I – and, again, I'm, I don't do what you do for a living, so I'm easily shocked, right? You're, you're probably not shocked. That's probably a number close to what you would have had. But, boy, wow, that one that one took me by surprise. Top too water, high or too low? Oh, I thought I I thought it would be tighter than that. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I hear you. I understand, but keep in mind, I mean, Michigan was just laying just laying twenty three and covered <laughs> against this Iowa team. <laughs> Topwater assassin over in South Carolina says so. The best play bowls is to watch a series or two and then bet in game. You can always say that, yeah. I mean, certainly. I mean, see who's motivated, who isn't. I just think the tea leaves are on the, you know, the writing is on the wall in a lot of these. I mean, you can tell who's motivated or not just by looking. Let's just pop open the transfer portal and see. I mean, one team's got, you know, thirty guys in it, and the other team's got two. I mean, somebody's somebody's locked in, somebody isn't. 
question. Ask Brad to talk about the future of the Big Ten, but in this case, Ohio State, Michigan. Ohio State's got a lot of kids in the portal. Now, not all of them are future impact guys. Julian Fleming would be one wide receiver, and McCord's leaving, as we know. And they're going to lose some players. Michigan is going to have a pretty big roster key player turnover as well. I mean, could be a bunch for them. They'll also replenish in the portal and in recruiting. But are both of those teams likely to take a step back in 24, Brad? Too early. I mean, I let's at least see the first wave of the portal. Let's see who ends up signing and signing day. I'm right. not ready to make a an early guess until January uh, on that. I mean, my guess would be if I had to stack rank, you know, who's going to be your preseason top two teams in the Big Ten? I'd say Ohio State and Oregon would be my top two. I know the portal does not have anything to do with your bets right now, but you're a college football guy, regardless of your job. Lots of names in the portal. It's been a stampede like we anticipated. But down to Gainesville, the season they had, which leaves a horrible taste, and a name like ATN, a absolute really good running back in the portal to me and i know it's one name that is incredibly disturbing if i'm a gator yeah i i will let me first say portal does uh, impact my bowl betting so i am looking at the portal you know who's well that's who true yeah morgan but you know looking forward to you know anticipating for next year yeah nothing you know right as of right now until the dust settles yeah, not only ETN, but, uh, you know, I would argue their best defensive player, too. Uh, at least best pass rusher entered. So, I, I don't know. He ain't, If you're setting odds, is Billy Napier going to be the head coach in 2025 at Florida? I mean, no is a monster favorite at this point. Overwhelmingly, the odds are against him making it past 24. No question. Yes. That's yes, not only player. I don't. I don't see unless they go crazy uh, in the portal and get some guys. I don't see it. Uh, even then, I mean, they're up against it. One of the toughest schedules in college football, if not the toughest schedule in college football next year. I, I just don't see it. So I know they're bringing another good recruiting class if they can keep it together. They've already you know, lost three, four guys out of that class that was you know at one point ranked as high as what two or three. Uh, I just don't see it. The the, the pathway there. So. When you saw the news that Manny Diaz has been hired by Duke, did confetti immediately come out of the sky? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to say it's a bad hire. I'm not going to say it's a great one, though, either. Indifferent. Right. That's got about – first of all, let's try and define what getting it done, air quotes, at Duke is. I said an occasional bowl game. Would that be fair? <laughs> Uh, boy, Cutcliffe and, you know, and Elko, you know, at least in recent times have said, you know, bowl game every year, I mean, should be the expectation, or at least most years, and the way that what they've done. So, uh, or at least at the high point of Cutcliffe, I know the ending wasn't well. Yeah, I would say, let, let me see what the ACC ends up, the fallout is, because I, I got a, uh, a pretty good guess that, uh, 
some teams might there's going to be shake up in that conference. But yeah, I would I would say six and six would be a decent season at Duke if you're heading to a bowl game. I'm giving that Brad personally, and again, I'm not anybody's odds maker. Nobody's ever asked me to be about a twenty percent chance of eventually working out. I just, oh, Manny Diaz, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I. I, yeah, I would I would guess that uh, if you had to ask me three, four years down the road, is it going to work out or isn't it, I would say no. Uh, I thought the much better hire was, you know, not too far down the road there in Virginia uh, yesterday uh, with uh, James Madison getting Chesney from Holy Cross. That's a really good hire. Who's your favorite hire today? New hire. Mm. Good question. Uh that would be one, James Madison's, you know, because I kind of identified Chesney a couple of years ago uh, as a guy that I think will be able to recruit and did wonders there. What about that would be the one, you know, Yeah, off the radar, uh, that would be the one. Uh, I mean, I think Elko with Colin Klein at Texas A&M is going to end up working out, to be honest with you. Now, does that mean multiple national championships? Does it even mean one national championship? I don't think so, but I think they're going to win, and I don't think it's going to take couple years to do so i think it can win immediately brad powers with us brad powersports.com news item here i don't think d tackles necessarily make you bet differently but walter nolan according to a report here in the last 20 minutes will visit oregon this weekend how about that some phil knight money <laughs> yeah they're going to be a problem. They're ready for the Big Ten. Both Oregon and Washington, are they're more ready for the Big Ten than the two L.A. schools are. But, yeah, i not surprised there. That one, the highest bidder for a guy like Walter Nolan, and obviously Oregon's got money. So does that impact me right now? No. but that Well, I mean, it does impact me when you see the mass exodus of A&M players. I mean, I think Oklahoma State's a good bet. I think Oklahoma State wins that game, and right now they're catching three. The A&M situation, and I do like the Oko hire, absolutely. The exodus, though, is that just, okay, these guys are talented, but maybe there's a level of toxicity here to where we're better off just kind of cleaning everything up. Yeah, it could be full. Let's clean house. Uh, what I don't, the thing I want to change this year is not automatically, oh, they lost, you know, 30, 40 guys in the portal. Let's automatically fade them this year. I mean, I, I want to see what the fallout is. I, I think, I mean, he proved at Duke you can win and win big immediately. So I don't want to discount them even for next season. I think their X's and O's wise, they're going to be significantly better. So I still think they'll be, regardless of what ends up with that roster, they'll still have some talent there. So, uh, yeah, I I would expect. It. I mean, we're not done yet with the portal entries in A and M. It's going to be one of the most, uh, as far as roster turnover, one of the biggest roster turnovers in college football heading into next year. I asked Kevin Hagan about this earlier, and he said he wanted to wait until we played through the championship. But I claim I don't need to wait. This is the best coach in the history of college football, Nick Saban. This is his best coaching job. What he's done this year. Fixing this team, Brad, in season. I would agree with that. Yeah. And you can start to see 
a little bit. Obviously, improvements over Milrow, improvements on the offensive line, second half adjustments in and a bunch of different games. They didn't look good early and, you know, buttoned it up, started the old Miss game. I mean, this was a team. I, I mean, I know people forget it. Probably didn't watch the game, weather delay and all that. But, I mean, it was a nip-and-tuck game against South Florida in September. Legitimately, too. I mean, I'm not, you know, oh, Alabama won 17 nothing. Well, they scored a touchdown with, like, 30 seconds left to get it to 17 nothing. So, I mean, that was uh, – and, and USF was moving the football on them. And it just uh, – you would get inside the 40 and then couldn't do anything. So, uh, yeah, to go from that performance to, I mean – I think that, I mean, I would not be stunned that they win these next two games and win the national championship. Yeah, I, I do think it's his best performance and his coaching job that he's done. What would be the spread at an Alabama Texas national championship? Yeah, Alabama three ish uh, on that one. Obviously, it depends how dominant were the two teams in the semifinals. That does play a factor, but Alabama two and a half, three would be my guess on a neutral. What about Michigan and Texas? Michigan, Texas, I uh, probably add another point to that uh, as far as Michigan, you know, probably three, three and a half. Another segment coming up with Brad. We'll finish it up. Friday edition, Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They're still trying to clean up an accident out in the Antioch area. It's got traffic slow coming in from Rutherford County, 24 westbound. It's uh, going to be right there at OHB, Old Hickory Boulevard, again in Antioch. It's pretty slow. Again, coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through Antioch as they clean up that accident. Traffic's picked up even more in the last few minutes out here on I-40 coming past the airport. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online right now at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, as everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. 
Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's Prince'sHotChicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, Prince'sHotChicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The old BCS computer runs on diesel fuel and dreams. We know this because it lives in Bill King's garage. Bill King Show, brought to you by the palatial, lovely Omni Nashville Hotel. Tons of time to talk about this down the road. But the next time there's an SEC football media days, they're not going to be able to vote East and West because there is no more East and West. Where will Texas, if you were to take a distant view of next July and you're ranking what will it be, 1 through 16, where will Texas be as they (laughs) enter this league with their chest out? Uh... Good question. I, I probably a lot to depend on the shakeout of the next couple games because Alabama and Texas are both in it. Uh, yeah, they'll be in the mix of the top three there. I mean, Georgia still be up there. Uh, Why well, I got to look at some of these schedules are hellacious in the SEC uh, <laughs> next year. So I have to look at that, but that shouldn't impact it. You know, an overall strength of a power rating. They're right there. Georgia, Alabama, Texas certainly top three as far as I'm concerned. I, I don't think anybody's really close to it right now. Yes, and again, a distant look. We, we've got a long stretch of real estate before we get there, but I was just thinking about that because before the season started, there was some worry. Texas did not want to come in there limping, and they're not coming in here limping at all. By the way, you talked about hellacious schedules, not Georgia. They open with Clemson. Okay, that's that's a real good opener, that game in Atlanta. Then they play Tennessee Tech. They get Kentucky. They do play Alabama. That's that's 
big. That game is in Tuscaloosa, end of September. Auburn, Mississippi State. Well, I take that back. Texas is on there too, but every every team in the league either gets Texas or Oklahoma, meaning the previous teams. They finish up with UMass, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss. Yeah, that's not that's that's tougher than this last year, right? It has to be. Oh, way tough. I mean, regular season, uh, isn't it? Yeah. They're on the road in Texas too, aren't they? Yes, they do go to Royal Memorial. Yes, oh, yeah, at Alabama, at Texas, that's tough. That's, that's wicked. Clemson will be in the top fifteen, so. Uh, I, it doesn't seem as daunting because Georgia's so good, but, I mean, if you took your average team, they'd be like, uh, uh, you know, good, good, good night, Irene, on a schedule like that. We're not making the playoffs. And just to reiterate all this top four, who's the best four, if we go to Council Bluffs, let's give them a week off. Next Friday, Brad, we bring all four of those teams and they can match up with Georgia None of them would be favored over the dogs. Not none. Nope. None of them would. There you have it. And, and would, I know people are surprised. Well, Alabama just beat Georgia. Well, I mean, Georgia was, you know, five and a half point favor in that game. That's what the line closed at. What would it be now? I don't know. Georgia two and a half or so. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a few high impact plays in, in, in that game. I mean, a field goal after a five yard penalty hits the upright. Uh, now we're talking a tie ball game. You know, Alabama, the fourth down conversion, 50-50 play. Did he catch it? Didn't he? They end up scoring a touchdown on the next play after a fourth down play. I mean, there's a lot of high-leverage plays that, that went Alabama's way. You change one or two of those, Georgia wins. So, I mean, that's why I had a real problem with them. I mean, them t- telling me that they put the four best teams in. They didn't. Brad, I'm thinking, looking at the bracket, the futuristic bracket, doesn't 8-9 feed into the one seed? I think so. I think so. Don't hold me yeah, that. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. My, here's my point. How would you like to be the one seed and Alabama or Georgia's an 8-9 seed? <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh? I mean, Nick Saban's Yeah, and you don't get there. a home game. Some of these teams that, you know, get – I know, oh, I'd rather have the bye. I get that. But, I mean, some of these teams get a home game, man. That, I mean – Money, because that's all what this all has turned out to be. I mean, it's a TV show, not a sport. Money. Uh, I, I, I want the gate. I, I want. I want a home game, a home playoff game. I'm not predicting this at all. I'm just saying, what if Georgia loses at Alabama and Texas? They win all their other games. They're in the playoffs. They're in the top twelve. They're an eight nine seed, and they feed into the one seed with Kirby Smart selling his team on. We've got a lot of motivation here, or Nick Saban. Yeah. There'll be opportunity to make some money there in the futures markets for, for some of those teams. <laughs> well, that's your point. Yeah, that's 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 your whole game right there. I don't blame you looking at it like that. Hey, Brad, we'll let you run, good friend. Tell everybody what they can do to get your uh, service. Yep, bradpowersports.com, dead top of the page. Click on the Bill King tab. Still a lot of bowl action. I'll have my confidence contest picks and my ATS picks on every single bowl game. That'll be in next week's issue on Wednesday. You're anxious to see what that looks like. And all my bets that I made so far, you can check that out, bradpowersports.com. Click on the Bill King tab. And you like the over in Boston Saturday? Yep, over. You can find as low as 27. See you, man. All right, take care, Bill. There he is, Brad Powers. Does a fantastic job. Yeah, I'm just peering into the future. Yeah, we're going to have guys many, many months to play the new look game. Do the same with. 
the Big Ten. No more leaders or legends. <laughs> no more East and West there in the B1G. What's that going to look like in Chicago when you're ranking them? Where, where, where are you going to have Oregon and Washington? I think they'll be ranked both of them ahead of Southern Cal coming into that league, at least to begin with. What will it look like? Buckeyes or Michigan one, the other one two, and then Oregon three? What will the SEC look like? Alabama, Georgia one, the other one two, Texas three? What if Texas wins the whole thing? What do you do? All right, coming right back. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They're still trying to clean up an accident out in the Antioch area. It's got traffic slow coming in from Rutherford County, 24 westbound. It's uh, going to be right there at OHB, Old Hickory Boulevard, again in Antioch. It's pretty slow. Again, coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, up through Antioch as they clean up that accident. Traffic's picked up even more in the last few minutes out here on I-40 coming past the airport. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online right now at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker? Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch. Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to princesshotchickenafh at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com. The Jim Rome Show. Man, I love Facebook. That's not in any way a time suck. It is such a valuable use of your time going on everybody else's page and posting how beautiful they look when they don't. They don't. You know they don't. Come on. Anyway, do what you want with your time. I don't want you to tell me how to spend my time. I won't tell you how to spend your time, but I will tell you this. Stop cropping out pictures and including yourself. And then acting like, hey, my hair looked great that day. My makeup was perfect that day. Just do what I tell you. With regards to this, you'll be fine. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The arena of ideas is now open for your telephonic interactions. 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. When the first Saturday hits where we don't have a slate of college football games, it's a shock to the system. We have Army-Navy, and that is a fantastic traditional matchup. Love it. But we do not have a let's start early and finish late day. Those are over until the next playing portion of the season starts, which is uh, I'm not even counting. (laughs) Quite a ways away. Saturdays get weird, at least in the beginning. You get up tomorrow, you're thinking, oh, what's at 11? Uh, nothing. Yeah, no, no, no ball game. No ball game to attach to. That's a little bit of a shock to the system. I go through this every year. Now, to make it clear, I love the calendar. The non-playing portion of the season is is just fine with me. I don't need some kind of spring league to pop up to create happiness in my life. Don't need that at all. But it is kind of weird, particularly the first Saturday, which will be tomorrow, where you don't have any college football but that one game, and that one game is a historic matchup that I love. So I'm not slighting that. I'm just saying all day. All night. That's over for a while. Hoptown boy. Bill, I'm calling a booby trap game next year. Georgia at Kentucky. Vandegrift trying to make a statement in Georgia, hopefully looking ahead to Bama. Tom and Myrtle Beach says, well, Chip Tranum is there on campus right now, the running back transfer from Ohio State. He's visiting Lexington KY as we speak. Sammy said, Bill, do you remember Archie Manning was supposed to be on the first college football committee and quit? I think he went to the meeting or to meet and greet and couldn't stand the smell. 
It'd be hard. I, I would not want to be on that committee. Not that I, uh, well, I, I could easily handle it, but I just don't want to spend the time doing that. I don't, I don't want to be in those meetings. I don't want to be sitting around all day, some hotel somewhere. Where they meet in Texas, I guess. Yeah. Metroplex over there in Texas, I believe. I don't want to be doing that. I want to be watching games, having fun. Just saying. Yeah, Kentucky is Stoops. Stoops is getting after it in uh, in the portal. Already have uh, Vandergriff, and they're looking at what Tranum coming in. Uh, Julian Fleming. See, I didn't know that. I had not looked at that. Julian Fleming coming in to Lexington KY this weekend. Wow. I did not know that. And Raymond Cottrell from the Aggies is there this weekend. How about that? Now, just to make sure you know, Kentucky has lots of resources. It's a basketball school, yes, but they have resources. Kentucky can play this game. Kentucky can absolutely play this game of paying people going rate, whatever that might be. Yeah, they're getting it. And and Stoops is coming off a disappointing season, so it's imperative. And, and look, he's he's got plenty of equity in the bank. That's not a problem as far as job security at all. But it's imperative that they get that roster flipped back in the right direction. I have heard nothing on the uh, Wade twins. I've heard nothing. Nothing at all. Jeff, too, Bill, week zero games are August 24th, 260 days. And that will be games like Oregon, Hawaii, that Florida State-Georgia Tech game is in Dublin, Ireland. You have Montana State and New Mexico, Eastern Illinois and Burt. That's that first week, that week zero stuff. I'll be watching. Yeah, I'll be checking that out. I may not be in there as intensely as some of these other weeks, but I'll be absolutely digging in as well. Tell you what I'm looking forward to. And we got a lot of college football to talk, so don't don't get scared and think I'm switching the menu up here on the show. I'm not. But I am looking forward to when we get to it late February and March just some college baseball. I know that it's limited the amount we can do here on the show. It's it's not big enough. It's grown a lot. It's still not big enough to be a mainstream topic, but I'm looking forward to I enjoy the heck out of those games. I enjoy watching those games. I really I have a very, very good time checking out college baseball. Once we get there. Yeah, once we get there. Commitment is six days away. Thursday at the Omni Hotel. Love to see you there. Bill King Suite at the top, somewhere around 530, 5.30, 6 o'clock. And we just hang out there. You can come and go as you want. Freely, no problems at all there. It lasts as long as it lasts. There's no time frame. If it lasts late, then it lasts late. 
Next morning, 6 until 11, we'll give you a five-hour gig, and we'll feed you breakfast. Talk to Tidy. We'll have some beer up there in the Bill King Suite for everybody, if you are so inclined. If not, that is perfect. No worries at all. That's six days out, yo. Hope to see you there. Let me know if you need a link so you can get a room break. Lashbox.